cheers to episode number 80. Cheers. Number 80. Round number. Watermelon high noon. Water. I have a sweet tea. Oh, McDonald's variety. Yep. Not an endorsement. I haven't had, (laughs) like they need it. I haven't been, or I haven't had a McDonald's sweet tea in so long. I think it's been since high school since I've had one. Do they still taste the same? Oh, it tastes fantastic. It's almost even better. Do they still put so much ice in it? Yeah, it's unfortunate. Yeah, that's why you got to order like three of them to get your fix. Uh, Tonight is Tuesday, July 19th, 2022. It is 7.51 p.m. Eastern Time. Welcome to the number one sports podcast in the state of Michigan. We are still holding on and... Guys, we are 39 days away from college football and 51 days away from NFL football. Feels so good to say. Is the 39 days away to week zero? Correct. August 27th, I believe. So is we're the really day. like 49 days. We're 45 away. games that we care about. Alex, relax. Just sorry, not to be a damper. <laughs> All I did was type in how many days until college football on Google, and it has like one of those pre filled answers for you. And I was like, 39 days? That's so sweet. That's all you need, Alex. Come on. We're so close. I knew we were getting close because I started doing Cade versus JJ debates in my head this past weekend because I had some alone time to think. So <laughs> that's how you know we're getting very close to the season. Um, let's preview the show. We have our weekly check-ins. Topic one, Detroit Lions training camp storylines because that starts, I believe, on Saturday. I believe the rookies are coming into Allen Park this weekend and then next start of next week, everyone's there. Topic two, yeah. Red Wings free agency. Boom. Steve Eisenman making deals. And then topic three, some quick stuff, as in some Tigers notes. They had a draft. Um, the open recap, the golf tournament that was big this weekend. And then topic four, long overdue, a mailbag, a, a, a girthy mailbag of listener questions. Um, so we will fire through those at the end. Relax. And also, before we get further at shot of ms on every single social platform that matters and you can listen to us on youtube apple spotify please share this with a friend be a friend okay without further ado weekly check-ins let's throw it to alex what have you done since our last show um so wow well when did we do our last show one last tuesday Rinse and repeat. That always gets asked. I don't really remember. Wednesday. Tuesday. Tuesday. It was Wednesday. Because Evan couldn't Tuesday. We had to move it to Wednesday. No, we did it Tuesday because I couldn't do it Wednesday. Yeah, we did it huh? Tuesday. Right. Geniuses. Uh, during the week, Psh, nothing. Psh, nothing because I had to uh, go to Tecumseh Thursday and watch the dog for my parents while my parents went on a little uh, trip. For my mother's birthday. Happy birthday. Um, cone dog. Yep. Cone dog, dog was in a cone because she ate a corn on the cob. I don't know if I explained that last week or not. Corn but. on the cob, cone dog. Yep. Cone dog. Um, played golf with Evan Thursday night. And Jason mm. um, got to- yelled at because my parents checked my location. So I didn't give the dog pills at exactly 9 p.m. So I had to like run off the golf course. What is it? Birth control? Like what? <laughs> I mean, that's. I mean, I'm sure they're going to listen to this, but it was a bit of an overreaction from them on their part. Um, 
So I did that. I lost to Jason in a play for beer seven hole match. Uh, I gave him four strokes on the par fives, three strokes on the par fours, and two strokes on the par threes. Jason, um, what's Jason's like range of handicap? Before that, he was making triple almost every hole. Okay. So it made sense at the time, the strokes I gave. Then he made a legit birdie on a par three. Um, Jason he has, like three feet. So Jason's had, a gamer. He just played had a he par like, two <laughs> and then had a lot of bogeys. I don't even know if he ever made a double. <laughs> With the lights are on, I shot, Jason just I comes one under through the seven holes we played, and <laughs> I think I lost six out of the seven holes. So, yeah. I owe him 30 beverages, not adult ones, because he can't drink those. You cash that ticket in it. Campy trip for sure. Or faster horses. Yep, faster horses, it seems. Um, Friday, more of the same. More golf with Evan and Ben. Uh, just absolutely dumped from like hole 12 to 18. It was mm. miserable, and Evan and I just decided to stick it out because Ben was really playing hard to break 80 for the first time this summer. Wow. Um, needless to say, he shot 80. Mm. He did not make the putt on 18. And then Break, um, breaking Friday is no night. joke. No stuff. He did end up breaking 80 because I played with him again on Saturday. And he shot like 77. So the demons are gone for him. And then the only other noteworthy thing is uh, Evan I basically had like a small gathering at my home while my parents were gone. Felt like nice. high school. Back in, I was about to say, high school. Hell yeah. UV yep. blue. Just played cards and uh, played poker, but no chips, just drinks, just like the ski trip. I thought you were about to say, talked about chicks. <laughs> no. Like a classic high school high school boys sleepover video games and chicks. My sister was there, so. Oh, that probably made the vibe a little bit different. Uh, yeah. I had to play a different game when she got there. Couldn't play poker anymore. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that's fine. And that is it. Then golf league. But as I mentioned, I played very bad. There's not much to talk about. I was just angry the whole time. Just couldn't get it going. My dad was like dying. He said his guts were hurting him on hole one. And so he just like didn't speak to me like for four holes. And every time I asked him what's wrong, he's like, oh, I don't know. I just feel weird. Like his innards were hurting? Yeah. Like his large like, intestines. Like, oh, I, it feels like I got to pee or poop or puke. I, like, I don't know. I'm like, oh, God. He says he's fine today, so that's the only reason I'm even bringing it up. If it was worse, I would probably not talk about it, but he says he's fine. So, yeah, the vibes were just weird and uh, didn't play too well. We lost 17 to 13 to Evan's dad. Oh, right. Evan, and you- Sandbagger Wally. He oh said, yes, he said. Uh, <laughs> Recurring theme. He said he heard he got called a sandbagger on this podcast, so I'll call him it again. Yeah, was that was that last year's golf league, or is that earlier th- earlier this he year? He brought it up to me. He's like, "Are you on that podcast?" <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah. He's like, "Yeah." They said I was a sandbagger. I, was like, oh, I don't remember that at all. I but, think it was last year, right? Because didn't they win the league? They did. They crushed everyone. It was last that was year when first we year were together. We were talking about like. The asterisk or potential, depending on who you talk to about it. Um, I mean, you weren't. 
Evan, that's hilarious. Evan, do you want to start with your yeah. golf league recap and then just work backwards of other highlights? Yeah. Um, Did you get golf. blitzed, Evan? No. <laughs> Did you posted a Snapchat story of you at the bar, like by yourself. Yeah, because with the nobody golf hung out afterwards. Nobody. Everybody just oh, left. Everyone just were, failed. You were subtweeting like uh, like LeBron James used to do to <laughs> Kevin Love. Yes. You this were LBJ. is the first time in like a long time that me and Drew got to tee off first. So you actually get to like hang out. I got to hang out with everybody afterwards. Uh, breaking news: nobody <laughs> hang out. Damn. Sat at the bar. Cody eventually joined me when he was done, but he was the last group. He was the last group. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, there, wow. there was like three of us that sat there. I thought you were already gone because I didn't see Drew's car when I finished. Yeah, Drew had to leave because he had to drive back home. I stayed there because I have a two-minute ride home. I liked the photo for the record. I like it was very simple artwork like you could even print that out and like put it you know in like your bathroom or somewhere like it was just a nice simple photo of a bush light raisin valley golf uh i was just thinking card. evan usually doesn't post snapchat stories unless he's been drinking it was just in the moment where i just happened to like have my camera out and then like it was flashing i was like hey this is not that bad of a picture all right subtweet the not whole to, golf league not to derail us but that reminded me how about the audacity of i'm assuming still listener of the show ryan c uh that had the the nerve to like do it was actually made me laugh so hard like this story is best viewed horizontal and then you flipped your phone and it was him with <laughs> that art that, that was so speak funny. of the devil he just texted us right as you are talking whoa that is crazy that is like one of those spooky things that he makes did. you think like there's telepathy or something it's very strange whoa all right anyway sorry evan yeah, um, so I was a little upset because nobody wanted to hang out afterwards. Nobody wanted hey, you know, talk about the round, everybody hang out, you know, have a beer, you know, chit-chat. Nope. <laughs> I just sat there at the bar, watched the home run derby, waited for Cody to eventually come in. Is there a message board for this league that you can voice your displeasure to? I should. No. Or I can, is this, this is a I can on everyone next Monday. I could write it on a note and just hang it up right over the uh, the schedule. Yeah, could do that. It also started league. We're the first group. Usually, we're not supposed to tee off to five thirty. I get in from warm up with Drew, and it's like five oh five, and I got like half the league already yelling at me to go tee off. But just so you know, Evan, after you teed off, I was what group four. I mean, every every single group was in the clubhouse after you guys teed off. I don't even think anybody went out there. There was one group behind us like, that was like teeing off on second. It was Josh and TJ yeah. and. They were and not. then after that, everyone slowed way down. They didn't even like bother to press up on you guys. Yeah. After yelling at you to go yes, play behind the were. women and get stopped Pause. for and just 35 wait. minutes. Funny story. Golf League. We played my brother and Gino. Um, we kind of basically split. 16-14, we won. Um, Did you finally, finally erase the demons? I mean, I played pretty solid, I would say. I'm saying, did you beat Gino? Because you said you really want to, but he listens to this podcast. So I don't yeah, know I did, want that but I don't think it was me beating Gino. I think it was Gino beating himself. Ah, damn. Doesn't damn. feel good that way. Yeah, no, it, it just, no. it is what it is. Um, Partner didn't help out that much. You can yell at him after this, Alex. Drew! <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, oh, we're sitting on five waiting to tee off because it's just a backup on five alex you know oh my god three groups wait. i w- waited for wait evan you led the charge though 
we were, girls. There's a, there's the a women's league, league in front of us. The, yeah, that's why. That's why. Yeah, got it. They, that's why there should have been no rush to get to the first tee. Correct. Yeah, um, for sure. We're waiting to tee off. We're kind of parked like this, facing the tee box. Chit chat and sitting there with Hunter and Gino. And also, I just happened to look up over at Eight's tee box and see a woman start start her swing and finish her swing. This ball is coming directly at us from Eight's tee box, directly at us. I start screaming, "Heads up! Heads up! Heads up!" Gino dives out of the way. Drew and Hunter like collide. They're basically just like standing there. Hunter's instant reaction is like, "I want to catch the golf ball." It hits directly on Gino's back seat. He moved. It literally hit like, boink. Like if he stood there, it would have killed him right in the chest. Was they they didn't hot? even yell four because I saw it from the beginning. And they're sitting there laughing. Next girl comes up. She does the same thing. Hits it directly at us. It's like two bounce, three bounce, and lands like right in front of Hunter. Wow. Yeah. I was going to say, when I was on 5T Box with three other groups, a female also hit it in our direction, yelled four this time, and everyone's just like ducking down. Everyone's freaked out. No one saw the ball. And then, so she hit the tree. She has to hit from the tee box and hits it off the tree in front of her. Duffed another one like two feet. So she was on the tee box for like three shots. Got it. Had to be one of just the most embarrassing moments. That's so embarrassing. (laughs) God, I feel There was like eight of us, eight dudes. Oh, my God. Sitting yeah. there, maybe 10, 12. Jeez, it was almost died. God, it almost died. Came in hot and just wow. instantly hit, hit right where he was sitting. I couldn't believe No it. wonder he beat himself because he was worried about other things. <laughs> women's league was experience. doing damage on Monday. Yeah. I haven't uh, paid Women's League to take out Gino. <laughs> other than that, Golf League was pretty well. Nice night. Um, backtrack golf with Alex, as he said on Friday. Enjoyed the little get together. Woke up. Was it like a really heavy? Was it a heavy booze round like you guys had, or was it like a more middle ground or just business? Uh, the round we played. Yeah, we were business on the front. No booze, and then we tried to party. Then it started raining, and Alex. Then it started dumping. (laughs) I was like a six or seven over through like thirteen. And then it started dumping, hit one in a bunker, and skull it 60 yards out. And I was like, yep, I think I'm done. <laughs> and But Ben, you know, battled through. So the vibes did get killed after that. Vibes were low for a while after that, all the way into, like, sitting at my house. After eating pizza, it was like, oh. Oh, yeah. Cody breaks out Heavy. his laptop and starts doing schoolwork. I'm like, oh, my God. What are you doing? <laughs> and then the poker game brought everyone back to life. Um, Thursday, I played really well in the golf. I need to start wearing bummy clothes to golf. Oh, yeah. Just gym like shorts a and a t-shirt. I, mean, I love that. The baggiest gym shorts and t-shirt he could find. <laughs> I came I from that. work, and I'm like, I'm not going home to change. I don't really care. I ate. His I shorts like, were to his ankles. I, they were Stop. not to my ankles. <laughs> they're like I those like, and one baller shorts. I don't know. They're Nike shorts. I don't really care. I'm just golfing with Jason and Alex. I get there. They're both dressed up. They got their polos on. They look good in my clothes. And I was like, I don't really care. I played really well. Alex is putting new batteries in his range finder. (laughs) (laughs) I was just wearing the same thing I wore to work. Yeah. Uh, Saturday I had an end of the season uh, Aeros baseball party. That was enjoyable. Oh, wow. 
That's what it was. Evan refused to tell me Friday what this party <laughs> was like it was some big deal. I just said that like, yeah, you're going to have to stalk my location to know. Did you stalk my location? No. I figured it wasn't worth it. It couldn't have been that deep. Mm-hmm. It was so Cody didn't have anything to do with it. Yes. The, the hint I gave Cody is a hint. Not that he had a hint is Union Street. The house is right there. Oh, uh, I didn't invite Cody to golf Saturday because I thought he had to go to a party at four. <laughs> No. Uh, no. Yeah. That was my weekly recap. Grant, That's... what about you, man? In the all the way up north in Minnesota. Um, let's but actually, see. it's not really that north from here. It's really west, really west. I also found out it's right next to Wisconsin. Like it's like less than a half hour right there. Well, it's Wisconsin's north of us right then. There. Yeah, Still, northwest. Um, finished a TV series called Succession. Well, you finished it? Done. How many um, seasons are there? I'm going to give some spoilers. I'm just kidding, Alex. I'm not. Um, Do it. Three seasons. Backstory, Alex and I. No, I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Alex, I'm joking. How does how does he know? No, come back. Come back. I'm joking. I'm not. I just wanted to get you rattled. So backstory is Alex and I, this was our show we'd watch together. And we made it through um, two seasons. almost two seasons. Actually, a season and like eight episodes, and there was only two left in season two. So, oh my God, I also have a hilarious story about this. So I had basically a weekend to do nothing but like continue to get settled here and then kill some time by watching this show. And I needed HBO Max. Now, the way I used to use HBO Max was through Alex indirectly. He used it through someone else. Um, Grant, (laughs) my idiot brain, logged in on my laptop, was on that account so I log into said account. I swear on my life, I hit sign out. I go through the process to like sign up for an account. I put in my credit card information. I hit pay. It says, thank you, Melissa, for reactivating your <laughs> subscription. And I go, no, like that is not good. I don't want to have to explain this to somebody. So <laughs> what do oh, I do? No. I call Marissa. I'm like, hey, do you know their login? She's like, no, but I can reach out to Mackenzie for you. I was like, oh, thank God. Because I was going to ha- I was gonna text Mackenzie and say, hey. But then Marissa offered. I was like, sure, that's easier. So then she had to text her mom because she didn't know it. So then I knew it, gets, it. it, gets, me. it gets back to me. And then I log in, deactivate it, and then make my own. But I, I should have honestly just used it because it goes until like they charge you right away it's only 10 bucks so it's not the end of the world but it goes until like a month from when you purchase it so now technically there's two active hbo accounts out there there's so, a yeah. free one that grant has paid for if anybody wants it yeah but yeah, I, can't I, know the login I can't give the login because of that i can't it's I not my it. account yeah but so i know that that password they use is used for a lot of things so i don't feel comfortable giving that out no definitely not we're not going to give it out <laughs> And it no, also even worked, if someone were to text me and ask for it, I don't think I'd give it. Yeah, it also worked out timing-wise because Hard Knocks is coming up, so that's my plan to therefore watch that because I saw on Twitter that they're going to be released like simultaneously with the live show on HBO. So like yeah. you're going to be able to stream it on there. That's how they always done it. It's been weird in the past sometimes. Okay, well, the, last year, that's how they did it, and it worked just fine. You watched the Dallas Cowboys last year? I did. And I watched oh, yeah, it was the uh, Colts in-season hard knocks. Yeah, that's weird. I haven't gotten into those yet. It wasn't great. It was okay. 
It was Carson, Carson Wentz's, Wentz's very respect. I watched that Family on TV. Gift. HBO Indianapolis Colts one. I didn't watch all of it. I watched like four episodes. But anyways, continue. Succession finished it. Three seasons, phenomenal. It's um, only three. Oh, that makes. And sense. Then they're still doing it, so there'll be a season four. I don't know when it's going to come out, but I don't really know where they're going to go. It was very riveting. Um, it is the most awkward television I think you can watch as a human being. Like, I always find when you watch shows by yourself, you don't laugh as much out loud because like something about watching it with someone else makes you laugh. But like, still, I'm sitting there like giggling to myself at how awkward some of these situations are between these people so it's very good in that perspective um and then kind of based on that you can guess i just had like a classic veg weekend where i just lounged around didn't really have that much to do other than i built a tv stand built a nightstand just hey drew did that today putting things together um and alex will love this i just started to hit me this week just back to the nine to five in office grind oh man I don't I don't dislike it, but it is like an adjustment yeah, period. No, yes, but like like great example is last night I found myself laying on the living room futon that's like stiff as a rock, falling asleep at like eight p.m. during the derby. I'm like, this is my life now. I am tired at this time, and I'm like going to like basically go to bed at this point in my life. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm fully back in it. I got in bed at seven p.m. on Sunday. <laughs> And you know, the worst part is I got in bed Sunday to watch Stranger Things because I'm trying to uh, to finish mm. that because everyone's buzz about it. So I'm just trying to watch it so I know for myself. That series stinks. That's my take. You've never even seen it. Yeah, I've watched season one. It's not worth your. It's not worth anyone's time. It's weird. Well, I only have four episodes left. So wow. But anyways, well, you, you're yeah, committed. I, I was planning to watch it and I fell asleep at like seven thirty. Woke up at like nine thirty. It's like oh mm. no. Just one of those, like, oh, my God, is it tomorrow morning already? <laughs> this is it. <laughs> Turned the TV off and went to bed. I have a dirty confession to make. I am a Waze app guy for navigation now. Oh. You guys familiar with Congratulations that? Congratulations on turning 45. Yes. Um, you got to spot where all the cops are. No free ads, but basically what we get our snake draft ideas from, the dog walk on Barstool, Barstool Chicago. They did an app draft of the best apps, and Waze went in the top five as like the best navigation app. And I'm like, well, clearly I'm missing out on something. So I deleted <laughs> Google and Apple right away, downloaded Waze, and I'm hooked. It's awesome. I like it. I it's mean, really good about telling you where police officers are. How often do you need to use navigation just to go to work, Grant? Well, this is the debate is like, with an app like that, it's do you even just more use specific. it every time? I plug it in out of habit because, like, if there's a if there's a traffic accident, I want to know, and it'll tell me the fastest route to get there. Like, I just do it out of efficiency. I need to know where backups are, which it sucks to have to plug in and like. But I've turned off the volume so the person doesn't talk to you, so your podcast or music doesn't get interrupted. So that's beautiful, and I just like look at it and glance. That everything's good, so I have to I wonder, know where accidents are. I wonder if it works for Apple CarPlay. It does. It does? Like now, there's an app that comes up on it? Yes. Because now that I I have my oh, I guess you got a new car. I'm driving a silver sort of. Honda Accord now that has Apple CarPlay. So, yes, it does. Cool. Um, yeah. Well, my mom's driving that from now until she gets a new one, I believe. Yeah. LaFonda still lives. I didn't see Cl- LaFonda this weekend. Closing she might be dead. Maybe in the garage? I don't know. Closing in on 150,000 miles. 
No, it's nothing. Yeah, true. Um, but for 2008, Pontiac G6, maybe. The company doesn't, even, company doesn't even exist anymore. Like, they don't make true. Pontiacs. <laughs> um, last thing, too, it's kind of about sports, is I read a Sadiq Bay article on The Athletic by James Edwards about his offseason in Colorado. Mm. Holy cow, I could not be more in on a player, like, ever. This guy is just a so weird guy. Up at 345 to lift weights before shooting basketballs at 5 a.m. in the offseason. I thought the weirdest part of it was, like, he brought that trainer with him. And he's like, yeah, one lives upstairs, one lives downstairs, and we never see each other except for, like, watching film or, like, meet, training. Meet in the middle to watch NBA playoff games and then disperse. <laughs> Super weird. That is... He basically lives alone in awesome. Colorado he, mountains. He's going to be better than Chris Middleton, I think. Like, he, this guy is going to be so fantastic at basketball. The way... The, if, if what did he do these, last offseason? Um, he got better at like not just being a catch and shoot, and then he dominated the summer league, and like he just showed more to his game. Like I think he's just going to be better and better each year until he's LeBron. I don't know about that. I don't know if he has a physical makeup. Crazy. Also, he's working on his release being quicker when he already has one of the quickest releases I've ever seen with my eyes. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. How can you get quicker? Guy just wants to be better and faster. It's not like he already doesn't shoot over ever everyone and quickly anyways but yeah it's crazy and then I'm sorry sure I, there's any benefit to that i lied my last last thing was a question for you guys how excited we'll get into it more next episode how excited are you guys to be a part of i believe the first ever sold out faster horses oh Feels I, good. I was really worried evan wasn't going to get his pass God. you didn't I have told one, you one day i bought it oh, i told okay. you, you one day it was like even... two days before they sold out honestly i bought mine a week before they sold out and i was like oh dude almost missed it it's it has to be just morgan wallen right like this is a morgan wallen yes. effect for morgan wallen yes. is sunday gonna be like dead compared to friday it's gotta be dead compared to friday Dude, i'm Friday's gonna imagine like everyone's gonna go in friday at like noon it's gonna be ridiculous friday's gonna be a saturday zoo. and sunday like no one's gonna go in until like the final acts are up i did some rough math because i had to know um so they usually have around 40k my guess i don't think they'll release it my guess it has to be 50k to sell out i saw somewhere it's around forty thousand. but that's like so what it was 40 last 50 would be a- i think i bet it's close to 50 because it, it's weird because like i was thinking like how do you sell out it's just a wide open field because if you don't have enough room it's just like it's just like emergency you gotta measure it out i, I would say it's like, like emergency situations where you're only allowed a certain amount of people in a certain amount of area square foot yeah, that has to be it because, like, you can't actually, like, measure how many human beings could fit in that field. They just have to be like, this is a hazard in this square footage if we have more people than this. Yeah. It's going to be nuts. Nuts. I'm a little nervous. No, you're Get not. trampled. No. Wait, there, there's more people at a Michigan State football game than there is at, at this one. <laughs> is your guys' plan for the big show on Friday to, like, are you guys going to try to get close or kind of hang back a little bit so you have breathing room? Or the group not thought about it yet? All I know is that uh, Evan told me we're going in early, and that's that's all I know. Oh, yeah. Tells me. Oh, I'm not going at like 10 a.m. Bring a water bottle, because if you have to pee, you're never coming back, so you're peeing in a water bottle. Yeah. And then it might we're be peeing working. Peeing groups in circles. Might be worth doing each other uh, up and peeing bottles. Might be worth doing a camelback, too, so you just have water on tap. I'm going to have the camelback. Amazon one. Prime. Prime I already time. got one. I said I'm oh. going to use one. All right, 
Yeah, I'm curious. I'm very excited to see how it goes. I'm going to have FOMO because... Should, should be a good recap next week. This week, I'm not going to be busy because training camp does not start till next week. If it was, if I was busy, I wouldn't... But I'm just going to be like... My screen time is going to be like six hours and like four of it will be like Snapchat stories from Master Horses. <laughs> Anyways. All right. Topic one. Speaking of training camp, the Detroit Lions, guys, we are back. Like, we're... I know we're kind of teasing it, but we're pretty close. I'm... I'm so ready for football. I'm. I usually don't care about training camp. I'm gonna be dialed in. I'm gonna be like looking at what people are saying, what Dave Burkett, friend of the show, is putting out there. Mm-hmm. Like who's doing what. So I want to know what are you guys have on your checklist of things you are keeping an eye on um, in this camp? Players to watch, coaches, etc. Who would like to start? Number one, I'm gonna keep an eye on what Aaron Glenn looks like because I saw him the other day. Our supposed ex neighbor. With your ex neighbor, my current neighbor. Yeah. I did so weird. Like his house is very open. So I got out of my truck after work one day. We explained this already. Yeah, it's it's all glass. And he was like walking this man was walking around in a black Nike Lions dry fit t shirt. What he lives in. Like walking around in his kitchen and I could like see his like silhouette and I was like, Oh my god, hundred percent. Yes. Looks exactly the same. I, was, I saw his face and confirmed it. And you put together the looked silhouette. exactly the same. I looked at a picture immediately. It was almost identical. I'm so Aaron happy was to the hear same. That. But I still cannot confirm it until I speak with Aaron himself. So that's my goal. <laughs> Got to catch him in the morning one of these days. <laughs> Tell me, puke as you are. I did not do that. In case anyone ever listens to that. It's definitely got a, one of those ring things that you can watch video and see what people do in your yard. Evan, what are you keeping I an eye on? I am keeping an eye on all the wide receivers. Oh, Trinity Benson? Jump. Yeah, no. You name them. Khalil Pimpleton? Yes, we need to get collectively better. So depth. Okay, last year wide receiver core was bad, but DJ Chark stepping in now. Does he have chemistry with Goff? Josh Reynolds? Okay, can he keep, continue? Chemistry with golf and stay healthy. And then obviously Amonra and Jameson. Can Amonra make the jump and can Jameson get healthy fast enough for us to start railing off wins earlier so we don't have to play catch up later? So I'm looking at the wide receiver group to actually like take it a step forward and actually carry the offense. It's NFL 2022. You have to throw the ball to have success. Facts. One thing about Josh Reynolds that made me think of is I am going to have a hard time with him because I like him. But I want to see, like, there's other guys now I want to see play over him. But I have to remind myself that he is a good football player and he's, like, undervalued. And him and Goff have that great connection. And we saw that when he came in midway through last season. He, like, made our passing game look semi-explosive compared to what it had been, especially in Thanksgiving against the Bears. So this is my reminder. Grant, don't get mad when Josh Reynolds is in and taking, you know, uh, Amonra's getting a breather. Like, be happy Josh Reynolds is getting to play because he's a solid football player. I hope you guys will keep me accountable. Week Unless seven, he's, he's going to be like our fourth wideout. Yeah. Eventually, he's going to get... But, but, he, but that's okay. He is a fourth wideout. He doesn't need to be the number one. He's a really good fourth wideout. I'm just, I just going to feel bad for him because it's going to suck. He's probably better than fourth I don't know if I should feel though. bad for him. Like He fell into like the perfect situation for himself to like regroup his career and stay He did go to Tennessee, NFL. get paid a lot to go to Tennessee, and he got cut, didn't he? I didn't even know he was in Tennessee. That's bad on me. That's why we got him last year. He got cut and we picked him up on waivers. Aiden Hutchinson in the Honolulu Blue. 
That was I one of my points. I can't wait to read reports of him just dominating people. Be like, this guy is the real deal. He's explosive. The 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 arm concern, the arm length concerns doesn't matter because the way he uses his hands are so violent. Spin zone. If he's not doing great, he's a rookie, and that just means our tackles are legit. So I'm covered either way. Spin but I'm, zone. Look, I'm looking zone. forward to him absolutely dominating and Did reading about how good he looks. The NFL's tweet yesterday. Yeah, workout uh, just video. Just an Aiden Aiden Hutchinson workout highlight. Then he's he looks quick. He looks fast. He looks small. His <laughs> boobs were bouncing. He looks a little slender, but like he's so cut that he's like they powerful still. Video, oh oh yeah. yeah, you're gonna think you're like wait that's a defensive end. You're gonna think he's like a tight end. He but looks like, a little like skinny. He's, he's powerful though. That's you just I'd like him. I'd like him to bulk Twitter. up a little. NFL yes. Twitter pumping his tires. How about JMO's tweet today? Or I yesterday? took me three times to understood what he said. Hand up. That's why I just quote tweeted and said facts. I saw that you quote tweeted it, and then mm-hmm. I tried to read it, and I was like, I got it. He's just saying he's fast. That's Didn't all he, I really took from that. And it made me laugh, though. Didn't he say something about, like, naked? Like, he was, he was like, he's I like, ran this. Most guys couldn't do it naked. I did it <laughs> in pads. Yeah. In game, he's mad because he's at a 98 speed rating and not a hundred. I just see people say, I ain't deserve a 98, I really deserve a hundred. Laughing emoji, a hundred. He's the second fastest dude in the entire game, and he's never played a snap in the NFL. Not for real, though. I ran 23 miles per hour hella times last year, practicing game fully padded. Some of them had to get naked run 40s for that. (laughs) That Um, Jeff Okuda, revenge store. Keep up the Twitter beef. We all love it. I love getting notifications at 530 in the morning. (laughs) Prove the the haters wrong. I wake up to is Jeff Okuda. Shout out Mark for just keep on just bashing people. Belittling Jeff Okuda. What did Jeff Okuda do to him? Did he bet him defensive rookie of the year? Mark is a Michigan fan, so that's what Mark is holding. Mark can't let the bias go. I'm going to take 50% because our account. I mean, it's crazy to say we're we're still relatively small, two thousand followers though. But like our account, if I've noticed, if we retweet something, it kind of goes a little bit because we give it that boost. That Lions fan report account of Jeff Okuda jumping a twenty nine inch vertical with thirty pound dumbbells in both hands had like twelve retweets when I saw it. It's at one hundred and forty six and almost a thousand five hundred likes now, and also fifty comments probably for, of the fifty five are underneath <laughs> our retweet just because and of us. People going back and forth about his PFF grade. He's a bust. He won't be anything. All just 56 from, replies. And simply in my brain, all I was saying, like, that's a sweet video of him jumping. Retweet because I love Jeff Okuda. And it just sparked. Yes. I didn't mean any harm from it. It just no. people. And it led me to think, I think Jeff Okuda might be the most polarizing player in Detroit sports right now. Just solely from that interaction that I watched. Dude, these are so funny. It's just crazy. Back and forth calling each other idiots. Yeah, it got Are personal. you 12? You're a moron. You're literally nonsense. Look it up, idiot. I mean, it is good stuff. Great, great heated passion there about Jeff Okuda. Just shot a Michigan sports bump anytime I retweet something. Someone actually asked us to bump their like merch or something. They yeah. asked if we could retweet it out for the people. I didn't do it. So. It's got to it's feel natural. Um, <laughs> but I'm really starting to... I don't like, money. I, it's so sad to say that this is where we're at, but because of this podcast and t- public takes, I'm going to have like butterflies in my stomach 
week one for the Lions of just like Jeff has to look competent for like I have a lot riding on Jeff Okuda. Um to just purely purely pride of this is my guy. I'm backing him. It's one of my first ever like my guys. He is my guy. I think he's gonna be good. I think he's gonna be fully healthy, ready to go. And I just don't know what I'm going to do if he looks bad. How good? How good is he gonna be? Let's it, get that, that on the record too. That also is a great point because it got into the debate of like you don't it's hard to judge cornerbacks in the NFL because I just don't want to have to like I don't want to even know Jeff Okuda's playing really. That would be yeah. good. Like he doesn't have to have seven picks or like Trevon Diggs picks. Just I don't want to see you get burnt. Like I don't want to see Jeff Okuda called that much on game day for passes that are longer than 15 yards. Give up a 6-yard hitch, tackle him right away. Fine. I don't care. Fine. Just don't get beat or embarrassed. Diggs was actually one of uh, the lower graded corners last year. He just had a bunch of interceptions. But you wouldn't know that. So if Jeff's making a bunch of interceptions, you yeah. get away with being bad. Couple couple lucky breaks and then get toasted. Be like, whatever, he has like 11 picks. Yeah, Jeff's going to be good for sure. Oh, okay. I thought you were like actually coming around there. No, I'm just going to root for him because I'm a fan of the Detroit Lions. Absolutely. Let's go, Jeff. But um, if he fails, other ob- other observations. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, this is an observation about this topic. It's just like, yes, the training camp starts, but I can't watch training camp. Well, you can go to practice, Alex. Uh, sure, we but I'm not last going year. to. Just didn't work we out like logistics wise. Could have, yeah. But like, what am I? What am I watching for? I'm just going to read what the Dave Burkett's of the world say about about it. So really, I don't know what I'm looking for until they tell me. Yeah. I might not even get the information I want. What if I was like, oh, yeah, I wonder who's like playing really well and starting at linebacker. I might not ever get that information because I'm oh, not watching it. We're going to get that. Speaking of that, linebacker core. Yeah, that's I want to know. One. I want to know who our number two linebacker is going to be. Evan. If you had a guess now, who do you think is going to emerge as linebacker number two? Because as much as we may not want to hear, I'm pretty sure Anzalone, did I say that right? Yeah. Is number one. He has to be. Our linebackers are like the lowest rated Madden linebackers of all time. Barnes is going to take over the number one. Yeah, he has to. He's wearing the green dot. I think so. Well, he doesn't necessarily. He doesn't have to wear it. Purdue guy, he's smart. Engineering school. Yes, he doesn't yeah. have to wear it. Somebody on the defensive line could call plays. Um, but I think he's eventually going to give over it to like a linebacker. Hutch, they're not giving it to Hutchinson. <laughs> Come on. Um, I think he and he's going to be the number one. I think Barnes should have a better year because he's now full year in the system. He was a rookie last year. Um, graded out pretty well in pass coverage, but. Obviously, there's two ways to go around it. So I think Barnes is because he's younger, quicker, faster, stronger. Um, Sleeper candidate would be Chris Board from the Ravens. I don't think that's a sleeper. I think that's who it's going to be. Okay, so that's Alex's. I think those two are going to be on the At field least more first often. few weeks, and then Anzalone will probably fade off. He's just there because he knows the system. Yeah, he and he I mean. Stinks. There is something about having a linebacker with very long blonde hair. I just immediately think of AJ Hawk and think you can play football. Who's the other Ohio State guy that had it? Bobby Carpenter. Yep. Didn't he play for the Lions? Wasn't he terrible? Mm-hmm. 
think he also played at Ohio State. It was like an 80% clip. If Ohio you State. say he played for the Lions and was terrible, you're going to be right. Like 80% of the time. Yeah. Titus Young. Oof. McKellar Shore. Um, Evan. Same draft class. Any other things you're looking for? Um, You hinted at it. I know Hodgers falls in the line, but like the healthy defensive line. We yeah. stunk at pass rush last year. Stunk. Um, are the Okudas healthy? Did our middle, you know, Anzariki and uh, McNeil, are they going to make a jump as sophomores or second-year guys? Um, and then how much is Josh Pascal going to play? So you have more names in the fire now at defensive line. Can they produce to better the entire defense? I'm going to try to pronounce his name. I'm in off-season shape. On Wuzareki. On Zarecki. On Zarecki. I had him bookmarked too. I want to see um, improvement from him. I've read that he's in improved shape. He really got his body right, as most second-year players do. Think about like Mac Jones coming in. Oh, he looks sweet now. Um, because Aleem showed flashes, I did not really re- recall watching Levi play last year. Like I didn't even he notice him. A little yeah, bit. a little bit. And then when he did play, I, he never popped on the eye test so i'm looking forward to him popping because we watched his highlight tape we all did you know when he was at washington there's that clip of him just blowing over the center and then like making a play in the backfield i want to see that guy or i want dave burkett to tell me he saw something like that at training camp and i will read it and then tell you guys his covid season at washington so he had a year off football no excuses so he pasta penne pasta did the same and was a baller same with Jamar Chase. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Is um, Mac Jones ripped now? Yeah, yeah. Best shape of his life. Trimmed uh, up. I have something I'm watching in training camp for Dave to tell me about. Okay. Uh, the kicker battle. Okay. It's got to be talked about. Lions I'm have take been, a had bad kickers <laughs> since uh, Matt Prater. Kickers matter. Kickers well, matter. Our head coach goes for two. Or goes for fourth downs. Because we like, don't have kickers. We didn't beat the Steelers because of that one dude we brought off the street and missed we, like three field goals. Do we know if that's true? Dan Campbell strikes me as a guy that's going to go for it on fourth down, like even if he has Jason I'm trying to give him the benefit there. of the doubt. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay. But Kirby yeah, Joseph. We need, we need a good kicker. We do. Who is, who is the options right now? Patterson. Riley Patterson. Finished the season last year. And... Austin Seibert, I believe. Oh, Sherbert. That's how I always pronounce it when I see his name, Sherbert. And then Shea Patterson's brother. Wow. Safety position. Grant wants to talk about it. Kirby Joseph. uh, I want to know through camp if he is going to be an instant starter at safety because what I read through like the rookie stuff, the OTAs, that he's looked the part. Like this kid gets it. He is a ball hawk safety, capital B, capital H. And I think that could be pretty lethal if he can start from day one that'd be surprising and very welcome and unlikely i saw that he is having trouble reading the defense uh the offenses so he's still behind what if he finds the ball though what if it once (laughs) it's in the air he's a hawk so if he gives up three touchdowns but has one pick is it worth it to a lot of fans yeah they'll remember that's 21 7 on the board grant could be 28 21 hours because no one's going to stop us. I want to hear <laughs> about the new OC's awesome offense during training camp. How how sweet it is. Ben, Sean, McVay, Johnson. Yeah. I want to hear yeah. how cool it is. 
because I'm not going to see it because it's training camp. These aren't games. These are practice. A little bit more exciting than Anthony Lynn. I would hope so. Run the ball 65 times a Well, game. we don't know who's calling plays yet, correct? It, oh, yeah, we don't. I hope it's not Dan. No offense, Dan. Mm, can't, brother, I can't watch us run the ball 60 times. My brother gave me a stat. It's the most Big Ten stat of all time by the Lions. Okay. The Lions were number one in the NFL last year in rush attempts if they threw the ball and it was an incomplete after first down. So they panicked. So we had it, we're like shit. It was like it was over sixty percent of the time. Yeah, we had an incomplete pass on first down. It was it's not working, call. boys. Run it. Third and manageable. Didn't work. Run it. <laughs> yes. Give me third and six. Let Jared cook on third and six. He'll find Josh Fourth Reynolds. Down, come Jared. back out. Just run it. Throw it away. <laughs> Throw it away. Um, my last one is his name was already said, but I. Another one of my guys, I want to see DJ Chark making some plays. Like, you know how they give you those like seven minute teasers of a play that they catch, they moss someone in the end zone or like a nice yeah. toe tap grab. I'm going to need at least one or two of those from DJ Chark making some plays. TJ Hawkinson was like a Hall of Fame tight end in these little clips a couple of years ago. <laughs> yeah. So, yep. I remember yeah, that. Make anyone look good in these. Yeah, hit the Stafford-Hawkinson connection. Oh. I'm sure we're going to see a Hutchinson spin move or something, oh. and Grant's going to just lose it. I've never seen someone more excited about training camp in my life than you right now. You just I, had like 20 things that you're really looking forward to, then you can't see any of it. When one of your favorite college football players of all time gets drafted to your hometown team, it just raises the bar. Well, I hope it doesn't work out like it did for Charles Rogers, our hometown guy. Agreed on all fronts. Imagine if Kenneth Walker was a lion. You guys would be busting at the seams. Yeah, it'd be cool. But we had DeAndre Swift, so. Um, any other notes, or should we go to Red Wings Free Agency, where Evan shines? Ooh. What is the fault? Fo- oh, first of all, I don't really want to recap. I'd have to look up the recap of everyone we have. Evan, do you have that by chance? I can't chance? pronounce half those names. No, Alex, we learned struggles with hockey names. Bad. Yes. Well, they're, uh, they're not from this country. Red Wings, FA Tracker. Okay, I know David Perron from the Blues. Yep. Got that. Uh, Cop, Cop. Who, I listened back. We did Cop. not think that was happening. I did not think it was going to happen. Um, Evan told me no. Bad. I said it. Bad. And Evan bad. said right. no. Um, Relax, Alex. <laughs> Insider Evan lost all credibility. No. A little bit. Um... Ben Sherratt yep. is my best defenseman. He is a tall defenseman, um, like a first liner, second liner, somebody to pair up with a cider or a second line. Like we're basically just building up a brick wall. He's tall. Cider's tall. Ed Simeon Edmondson, who's coming up, who should be on the Red Wings this upcoming year, bigger defensive guys. Um, we signed Ali Mata for a one year deal. I don't even know. There's so many dots above the all the aces Mata, last name. Sounds right. Who's the young guy that scored like 36 goals his rookie year? That's not helping out. I'm sorry. It's one of our. Signings. I don't think we signed a guy that scored 36 goals. 30, 36 points, maybe. 36 rookie points, year, maybe. I saw quite a few <laughs> tweets about how sweet he was. <laughs> I have no idea. Like I said, I don't have this stuff up. This is kind of a segment. I'm more worried uh, that Hunter Dickinson's going to show up at Faster Horses. He just tweeted that. Oh, he's going to stay out like a sore thumb. That's, dude, he's going to have some crazy fits. I don't. <laughs> Hypothetically, don't okay. 
Well, okay, that is a sorry. We're gonna get off the rails for a second. Okay. It deserves <laughs> if to be he, off the rails. That's if, all he, we do. if he walks by your guys' campsite for the sake of the podcast, will you take a picture with him? Yep. I'm gonna flick, flick the bird in a no. lower like hip area. I would take a picture with him. Then when he's walking away, he's gonna get multiple words thrown at him that shouldn't be repeated on the podcast. <laughs> You're gonna depends talk on shit depends. to Hunter Dickinson. Yeah, what is he gonna do? Run at me over us by like three feet. What yeah. if he has like an enforcer like Jace Howard with him? Are you still gonna chirp? Oh yeah. No, Jace is scary. <laughs> Dude, they can't Jace swing on anybody. Pitbull. Oh yeah, that's right. Well, Get they them might. suspended. They're, They're following fine. the leadership of Juwan. We know if they do, Alex will be oh. ready to go. Let's do it. So they get in a fight with the Michigan basketball team at Faster Horses. What a story that would be. Hunter Dickinson, if you see him, picture will be taken. And Evan will fight him. Evan will have liquid courage and verbally provoke him to fight stones. like Juwan. Give him a celeb shot in a beer pong, maybe. Well, if he's know. just now trying to get to Faster Horses, he's not going to get a ticket unless he buys a VIP one. Well, Evan, I'm someone sure would making someone would money f- and or someone would give him one. Someone would for sure bend the knee, I feel like. Just be like, oh, I gave my ticket to Hunter Dickinson, which is such a weird flex, but someone out there will do that. Um, okay, Red Wings made a bunch of moves. I was going to say, Evan, your comment about a tall defenseman, because I was thinking, I read a tweet that a lot of our guys are 6'2 or higher in defenseman land. So Iserman is kind of like Mel Tucker, where Mel Tucker has these height requirements for recruiting. <laughs> Steve Y is obsessed with tall defensemen. And I kind of like it because when I used to play NHL 15, Zdeno Chara was a cheat code because he was massive and he could just knock anybody over. That's what I feel like we're building. Yeah. Um, it's, the guys that we signed for defense on the blue line, they're not really skilled offensively. Um, they're more like a shutdown defense. Their primary focus is defense. Okay, um, I like that. Eisenman fully just address the situation of how bad our defense has been the last two years and we're going out and we're fixing it right now. Smart. Um, mm-hmm. I do think the size had a definite factor in it. And then guys that, you know, control the puck a little bit better and their primary focus is defense to help the young guys, the offensive young guys, that way they want to play two ways as much as they had to in the past. So I mean good signings overall. Uh I still think we're in the running for trade pieces. But have to be. We definitely went out there and kind of Steve Eisman threw his junk on the table and said, here we are. Um, you had the question, does this change expectations and timeline? I think it does. I think it ramps it up like two years. You, we should be in contention with the signing. We should be in contention to make the playoffs now. Two years, Evan. That means now. This is now. Yes. You just ramped our rebuild up right away, right off your timeline of twenty twenty four Christmas. Well, yes. You traded for a goalie who started forty one games and had a ninety one percent save percentage. You addressed the blue line issues, and now you have a cider second year completely. Raymond completely second year. You get back. You get back Brana for a full Brana for a full healthy year. Okay, so hopefully Tyler Bertuzzi stays healthy. That's a big if. But can play things Canada, are starting to fall into place. I wouldn't say nicely, but just better. You know, things Edgar are should come up and play for the Red Wings. So you get a new, new head coach, new voice in the locker room. I don't think it was a nothing against Blashill, um, but you know, always a new voice kind of can change things. I think, from my limited hockey knowledge, 
I think it's fair to say we have two respectable offensive lines right now, like our top six forwards. Like we have two respectable lines that can output goals. And then our third starts to get a little shaky. And then fourth, really, you know, the depth isn't exactly there yet. So two lines is pretty solid. And then the defense, assuming Cider continues to grow, if Edvinson's even like half of Cider and plays on like the third line and our goalies get better, we could win a lot of games in like a ugly fashion where maybe we're not lighting the lamp for six goals, but where defense is much improved. And I fully expect this team to be down to like the last month and a half of the season competing for the last playoff spot. The Spit and Chicklets podcast talked me out of being like, yeah, they're going to make it because Ryan Whitney was like, no, they're not. He doesn't personally think they're yet to make the playoffs, but that's also because our conference and division is very tough. Like, there's a lot of good teams around us, like Toronto, Tampa, Florida. Like, there's just good teams around us. Even Boston, they're always going to be there. So maybe we're not there yet, but we're going to contend to be there, which is exciting. I just hope that uh, this is not a Detroit Tigers situation here. Oh, good point. That's the other side. You know, we t- talked ourselves into it. We're like, yep, we'll be in contention. We even thought we'd make the playoffs. And if you that happens did. with the Red Wings, I don't think it'll happen with the Red Wings. It's going to be dark because it'll because be right after the Lions go 6-10. and The 10, leadership for the Red Wings six is and different. You have a Hall of Famer, Steve Eichmann, and you have the incompetent Alavilla running stuff. I agree. Completely different. Yeah. That's why I'm more hopeful, but I just, you know. Yes, it did I gotta compare to something. Alex. It did Similar. play out the same where you had a couple of young guys and then you kind of splashed a little, sprinkled a little bit in the trades and free agency, and then you laid a big fat egg. So yep. hockey's different though, because veterans really control a lot. And a we lot got of them. I'm not saying baseball does, but baseball's kind of taking over to where it's all young stars. And you don't really have that many veterans anymore, but we're like hockey, there are people still playing until they're mid thirties and beyond. So veterans yeah. play Huge deal in it. And obviously, you need a superstar on your team to advance far. So we'll see where we're at. I'm excited. And I'll push back on some. I saw some people being like, I don't understand these moves to like be middle of the pack when I guess the people are hockey puckheads are talking about next year's draft being sweet. It's like, I'm so sick of that mentality. Like with these teams, we've been so bad for so long. I want us to be competitive. And with a guy like Steve Eisenman, what I realized, which is cheat code, when Steve Weiserman, like people talk about don't want to live in Detroit, it's a little bit different for hockey because original 16, there's pedigree there. But take all that aside, let's say like this was the NBA. Steve, a guy of Steve Eisenman's caliber gets on the phone with you as a free agent. That that levels the playing field of living in a cool city. Like you're talking to Steve Eisenman. And if anyone can convince you, like we want you to come play for our team, it's a game changer. So I'm very excited to see as this evolves. Steve Eisenman could just go get the guy instead of having to draft one like he can go convince a guy like we are you a you piece away come here and play for us fully confident in that happening so i don't really want to stink anymore and try to get draft picks i would prefer the red wings don't stink anymore 100 percent. i think they're ready to to go yeah time go time drop suck me back in i've been out for a while been nothing to watch quick topics Spencer Torgelson's now a mud Sucks. There's just no other way to say it. God, he's horrible. Alex, he's horrible right now. 
Okay, he's fair. Poor, he's hit. He's hitting poorly. His defense has been fine. He's hitting poorly. He catches balls at first base. Another mm. stat. Another stat from uh, from Hunter. You know, fat guy. Uh, he said sitting it. right there. No, he's letting not. you he know what to say. These, <laughs> he gives me these stats throughout the week, and I just remember what as we talk about him. Um, he says he has Spencer Jordan has the best fielding percentage of all qualified first basemen in the American League, and the worst hitting percentage. One of yes. So just, Alex, just what it means is if he played, if he stayed up here, he would win the Gold Glove for first baseman because it's all about fielding percentage. Yeah. <sighs> win so, a Gold Glove as a rookie. You guys want to? You guys want to hang your hat on that? Go ahead. I would. He's not here for that. He's not here for that. What I've read, what I've looked into myself a little bit, because baseball stats are so sweaty, just behind the curtain, like. No sport embraces advanced sweaty stacks. Oh, like they God, have that's ridiculous. Barrel Too percentage, stats. like all Too this many. stuff. I don't um, even know what half of them mean. But I was looking. So basically, Torkelson is this. He's got good plate discipline where he doesn't swing at a bunch of bad pitches. He's just missing pitches like right in the zone because he's a little bit late. All he needs to do is go down to AAA, make some swing tweaks, do something where like he just gets his confidence back, he gets his timing back, and he'll be good to go because it's not like he – is swinging at terrible pitches, which is kind of hard to teach out, coach out of someone. He just needs to tweak a couple of things with this timing, stance, whatever, until he gets that timing down, and they'll be good to go. I think you just read a tweet. I think I saw that tweet. I've seen a bunch of different things highlighting about his discipline, and then also like he's just missing balls in the zone. So, yeah, I've seen a bunch of different things that highlight the same point. So. We should have confidence. It's a. I think in terms of like, should they have done it? Yeah. I mean, we're not winning anything. Why? Why not get us get his confidence back? Um, because he's going to be a long part long part of this team in the future. I have confidence in him. There He'll is be no back. future for this team. Well, that's a different discussion for a different day. That leads. We'll trade him now if he's worth anything. That leads into the draft. Um, what do you guys think? The, the front office felt so much fire. So they, had no they, choice. they know they're getting fired just based off of what they did. You can fact check me or not. I saw one tweet of it. Blue check mark guy. Asterisk there. He said the Detroit Tigers did not draft one single high school prospect. I uh, probably because of the fans. Yeah, I agree. Smart. What is that telling you? That is telling you that the GMs in the front office is feeling the pressure. So they're trying to draft more guys that can be ready sooner to the major league baseball. Good. Well, yeah, and it's year seven. But the only problem is those guys aren't going to be there, and you should have done this like two or three years ago. Like more, more ready now guys, more like college kids that can like probably have a quicker development, quicker turnaround, and now it's yeah. too late. I don't mind the first two picks. They're pretty talented uh, college kids that probably can help them within two to three years. Um one, everyone knows him in his batting stance, our first round pick in Jung. Uh, he's yeah. a Jason Kipnis kind of guy. Evan, I'm going to blow your mind real quick. Holds a bat flat, but. I'm going to blow your mind real quick. Blew my mind. And I, thank goodness I saw a video. He pronounces it Young. Young. Jace J- Young. J- J-U-N-G. Jace Young. Jace Silent Young. J. J turned to Y, I guess. Yeah. Because it would be Jace Ung. If there was the no, I guess so, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, his bang stance is crazy. Yes. But it makes sense when he, he I read, read an athletic article, talked his thought process. He just 
worked on it in college. His hitting coach was like, yeah, like, why not try this? You get quicker through the zone. Your barrel stays in the zone longer. Made a lot of sense to me. I, it's a weird topic, and I'm going to draw a parallel to Bob Quinn. Um, I sneaky really like the draft picks. Again, they probably felt pressure. I love, like I said, I wanted the best shortstop available. We went middle infielder still. We went second baseman. Um, a guy who I saw from reading tweets, combing the internet, he was ranked eighth on many boards. We got him at 12. And then I guess with the second pick, Peyton Graham, shortstop out of Oklahoma, he was supposed to go like at the end of the first, get him at 51. Because Bob Quinn and Patricia were an absolute joke. But they did still leave us with some talent, as in like DeAndre Swift, Defecuta. Frank Ragnow. Like we had some guys come out of their picks. So I'm fully anticipating. Well, I shouldn't fully anticipate anything with this organization, the ownership group. Avilo still could be our GM, GM when these guys reach the major leagues, but maybe they'll be gone. We'll have more competent um, scouting and whatnot. And then these guys will just still be good. So, like, oh, at least he left us with that gift. That's how I'm choosing to view these picks. I am very confident that both of these players could be solid Tigers. I agree. I liked the picks, but I also am in the camp where I just think it's all irrelevant. So fair. I'm just so fed up with the organization and I don't see any way we're ever going to be good. So existential crisis. Like we like, cool. We got good players, but like uh, see them in five years and see if they're any good. While we're still bad. What I love about Peyton Graham especially is that he's very fast. And I love guys that steal bases. He stole 34 last season. So I like having middle infielders that are athletic and they can steal bases. So this checks the box. But then, like Alex said, does it even matter? I don't know. Not for the immediate future. Unless you guys think they're going to be in the league next year. No. I would say is doubtful. I think it takes at least like, yeah, it'll play at least a season in the minors. At least one, most for most. Torkelson two, played two, one, and I one. Now it's, he's already going back. So and he was the number <laughs> one pick. Yeah. At least like basically two years, you gotta be like these guys aren't gonna do anything. Um. All right, the open recap. Awesome golf tournament. Before we get into the actual what happened. I had this crazy take. I think I would be pretty good at, at link style golf. It'd be better. I think you're dumb. I don't think Tell so, me, Why am I wrong, Alex? Because while there are advantages where you can, you know, get more distance, more roll, et cetera, et cetera, you can spray the ball a little bit more, the greens are bigger, you're going to four-putt every hole. Um. Okay. So there's all your strokes on the green. You're going to double. But Grant, are you saying this course or are you just saying in general any link style course? Kind of any, but I thought of it obviously watching this course. I'm like, you know, I'm not some big bomber who has to worry about my ball rolling into the bunker. And like some of these par fours are like 350. Just throw out like a iron, plop it. Into so it's a not- 40 mile an hour in your face wind. There was no 40 mile per hour in face wind. There wasn't wind. The highest was long 10. Thursday in the afternoon was pretty windy. And then like being able to put it from being able no, to put it from like 50 25. yards away is kind of nice for guys who aren't sometimes great with touch where like I have the option to putt and just get somewhat close. And I'm like, I feel like I can make you, you wouldn't some get bogeys. somewhat close. You wouldn't get somewhat close. It requires incredible touch to putt it from that far away and get it close. You don't I'm have green, any of that. 
And then I make you don't a bogey. Have any of that. <laughs> You're not bogeying any holes. None. Uh, if you just played 18 holes <laughs> tomorrow, uh, you double or worse every hole. You could bogey yeah. a hole, Grant. Thank you. 18. Thank you. you have you have a chance at bogeying 18. Nah, it's straight the, away. The par threes. But you'd probably shank it into the what, road. Number number eight. 17, you'd make it a 10. No, I'd dominate the road hole. Oh my god. Number you eight. It, the you don't even have enough like carry to get it over the road. <laughs> you'd be so screwed on 17. I just think I'd be good at link style golf, okay? I, What's like, good? You'd shoot like a 135 there at your very best. No. From the faith, back man. tees. I have faith. I'm just saying, in general, like a course like that suits me better than like a heavily wooded tree course. Fine, because you can spray it a little more. I agree, but you're still probably going to shoot the same number or worse, because there's other things that make it more hard. Yeah, I mean, you're probably right. I just was the no, thought. Not probably I had, okay. right. I am right. <laughs> you're probably right. Evan knows that he's just trying to be nice, just trying to support you. No, I appreciate that. I respect it. Just like you're gonna drop thirty I think in an you NBA could bogey game one hole. Yes, it, fine. It takes it takes one one good shot on one hole or two good shots on another hole. Bogey a hole, par a hole, birdie a hole. And sometimes you know what they say: oh. it's better to be lucky than good. <laughs> Just kidding. You're not birdieing a hole. I promise. Could I make a par? I put it. Mm. We're playing from the tips where they played. No, there's regular. a chance he could bogey number one or number eighteen. Because like, like yeah, fairways are right 18. there. Just, but 18 is going to get in his head, and there's going to be a crowd. Like, I'm a regular member there. Regular member conditions, no crowd. So you teen off like 200 yards a hole for up then, because no wherever one plays back mem- there. Wherever their members play. He walks there. The caddy's like, all right, sir, we're playing these tees today. It's a That's calm win. He, if I he has a caddy, a too. caddy from there, they're going to give him a lot of tips on the greens. I've had a caddy his name one is, time, and they give lots of good tips. So his he, he'll, he'll make a bogey. His name's Daryl, and he's 55, and he's a lifer, and we're going to go to the pub afterwards after when I When you play from the women's tees, yes, you'll make one bogey. It's not women's. It's the men's club. It's the club tees. If, Grant, this whole hypothetical, it has to be from the tips, and that's just Why? how it's going to be, because that's did, what they played. I said the style of golf, the golf course. Yes. Well, the style of golf is different when you're 500 yards closer than what they're playing. What are those, like 350-yard par fours? Are they like... 300 yards from the club they're probably like 50 Three. 60 i mean th- there's not that many holes that were yeah, 350 that there's like two oh, uh, dude, sure there's i watched those guys they drove several greens they're professionals that hit the ball 360 alex not like 360 they're a yes, lot of them were Grant, like 350 or lower 360 with roll yes right, come on thank you evan um to the actual tournament, uh, behind the scenes, Alex, Evan, yes, Alex, I was wrong. Alex texted me. Alex texted me so worried about his bad take that he wanted me to take down last week's podcast. That is not I even remotely it. true. I believe, yeah, I believe he texted you saying, "Please don't tweet." Out text him at all. I didn't care. I liked Gino's tweet that said, "Alex, great, great take there." Really yeah, I'm care. totally joking. You're gonna be wrong sometimes when you have a podcast once a week. You were wrong twice too because then I texted you guys that morning. Yeah, I just really didn't want him to win. That was more just you have nothing personal against bias him. at that point. I just don't. Alex you know. does have something against him. I don't. I think I don't know Alex what it is. Hate. I just don't really like him. 
I think Alex, it goes back to you wearing baggy clothes, Evan. Alex is kind of snobby when it comes to golf and doesn't like guys that don't look put together and th- that, like doesn't want. What are P- you talking about? Alex doesn't want PFC commentary <laughs> winning the open. Up. <laughs> no, it's true. You like guys that are like clean cut. You said he looks like a rat. You don't want guys well, that look he weird. Does does he not? It's a good look. I will. I'll definitely not like him if he's actually going to the live. I can tell you that he's got like a Joe Dirt vibe. The British Open at St. Andrews played at 7,300 yards, Grant. That is 2,000 yards more than the courses you play. 2,000 yards. Stop trying to deflect. We've moved on. We're talking about the actual tournament. It's okay. Actually, it's, I'm not a huge golf guy, um, but watching someone get that dialed in with their putter is about as good as it gets like Steph Curry they're comparing him to Steph Curry draining threes it is it was it was almost laughable I was like how is he draining these are like 15 12 footers like not gimme's even close especially at the old course it was crazy I don't, I don't know how you guys felt watching it but it was just like what am I even watching no practice putts either look stares down the line and just goes no practice putts yeah and this is coming off the day before where he struggled draining yeah. those same exact feet Sunday puts his nuts on the table it's fantastic. Couldn't, couldn't miss if he tried, it felt like. It was like... Just this a is great just putter. In. And I, I actually was... enjoyed the morning and like it over by like 3 o'clock, just the middle of the day kind of thing. I don't have to wait until 6 or 7 o'clock. It was nice. It sucked waking up early or like... I woke up at 9.30 to them, teeing off on number one, the final group. It was fantastic. Some people got well, jobs on the weekend, Alex. Some people couldn't do that. Oh, please, Evan. Yeah, Alex, come on. Dude, not everyone's so privileged as yeah. be able to sleep in and wake oh, up. Oh, God. Because you should have worked on week. Sunday instead of watching golf. Maybe you would be in a better situation. Whoa, I Evan, con- that can't be public knowledge. <laughs> I will concede that point that Sunday is ideal, but like I hadn't watched any of the open tournament until Sunday morning. Like I would find along. It was tough on Thursday and Friday. Yeah. Working like, at 6 a.m., really helped for this year for me because I got to see a lot on Thursday and Friday. Yeah. Correct. At work. At work at 6 a.m. Yes. We should word it better. I don't even want to ask. I was working in case anyone is listening. I don't even want to ask this question because I feel bad for him and you know I kind of joke sometimes. I do not feel bad for Rory. Okay. Well there it is. I was like will he ever win another major? It just kind of seems like a joke I keep making, like why do anyone pick him? Because his name will get picked out, uh, thrown out in our picks. But like, because he's it's always been like a like decade. There. It's been like fourteen years. We were then. I was I was ten. Was that came out. I, I was. I was sitting at my cottage the last time he won a major. Was his last one the eating one was breakfast cute. that my daddy made for me because I was a little boy. <laughs> Was the last one that he won the PJ where it got too yes. dark? Yeah, dude, that was a lifetime ago. I can't believe it's been that long for someone that was supposed to be the European Tiger Woods. When everyone declares someone like that, you're you're never gonna live up to that. His stuff felt different though. Like speed, his was even more intense than Spieth. Like Spieth won a bunch right away though. So did Rory. Yeah, and Rory Spieth won got the every- same type of thing. Rory won everything but the Masters in the span of like a year and a half to two years. And it was like, this guy is going to go toe-to-toe with Tiger. And then he just has not won 
basically since that moment. Twenty fourteen. It's been eight full years. There have it's been really 30, hard to win. Thirty one majors played. It's and really 23 different golf. golfers have won those. Like, think about Brooks Kepka now. He's got just as many. And we don't, he's on the live tour. He doesn't really get talked about anymore. And now and he Rory's, can't win either. Rory's the face of the PGA, backing it against live, and he just can't win a major. And I'm starting to feel bad for him, even though I used to make fun of him. In his defense, everyone's bagging him and saying, you know, played terrible Sunday, yada, 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 yada. He didn't play, he didn't play terrible. He just couldn't make a putt. He just didn't. Sometimes it just doesn't go in. Two putt per he, hole, baby. He didn't miss any easy putts. He missed he one just, birdie that he definitely should have made. Like early on. Make like any big putts. Feet. And that's kind of Roy's calling card. He's never been a great putter. I mean, he shot one stroke less than the all-time like tournament low in a major, and he just didn't win. Sucks. Tough. Um, all right. He'll win eventually. Quick mailbag. Let's see if we can get this done in like 15... 10 to 15 minutes. Let's fly through these puppies. Um, first one. How do you guys find a good work-life balance? Get a hobby. Start a podcast. It's like work and life balance or work-life balance? <laughs> a work-life like, balance. How do you balance, balance your work and not let it interfere with your life? Yeah, you find something else that you fully enjoy doing that you don't consider work. Yeah, find a hobby. Alex loves golfing. I love coaching. I do golf some days more than others, but like coaching is my, my giveaway. And we all if love you, hanging out with friends. Do that a lot too. If you can, that helps. If, you, if your job allows it, especially if you're like, as you're starting your career in lower positions, really take up your company on not checking your stuff after work hours. Like just Get that phone away from you. Get the laptop away from you. Like, you don't need to be plugged in. Like, oh, did I get an email at 8.30 p.m. before I start going to bed? Like, that's not a big... You don't really need to do that unless you're, like, a higher up and, like, actually have to be plugged into that stuff. Yeah. And don't then, take work home. Don't this take is, work home. This is not good balance, per se, but you will go through a phase where you just binge drink a lot, where, like, you let loose on the weekends and get blitzed and then realize it's not sustainable because then, like, your Monday and Tuesdays start to get messed up. And you're like, okay, I got to – that's when the hobby comes into play. But for a while, it's okay to go through a binge drinking phase. I was also going to say that kind of contradicts what you just said. During the week, like, you know, you're going to think that you need to go to bed at, like, 8 o'clock. Like I mentioned, I just went to bed at, like, 7.30. You shouldn't. You should do as much as you can during the week. It makes it much better. It's okay to be tired at work. It'd be fine. That's what the weekend's for. Another huge tip, if you can, try to cut down on your commute time. Nothing ruins like work week hours. Because like you go to work nine to five, but then if you have to drive an hour in, you're really working from like 7 a.m. to like 6 p.m. Because you have to wake up, get yourself ready, leave at eight. You leave at five, traffic, that puts you in a bad mood. You're home at six. You're like, oh my God, eat dinner, bedtime. That's no balance. You're done. So try your best to live close to where you work. Yeah, I did that for a while. No good. (laughs) COVID, those are dark days. Those are really suck. (laughs) And sit and wait for Alex to pick me up so we could go lift in his basement. And then if you get stuck at work late, forget it. Just stay there. Sleep in the office at that point. (laughs) Um. There is a question about my... That's what I'd say. (laughs) Yeah. Have have really rich parents. Mm. Like, be Bob Craft's son. Date someone that's rich. Yes. 
like Tom Brady married Giselle, so he didn't have to work. Correct. Um, like Aiden Hutchinson. Who's he dating? No, he has rich parents. Oh, okay. Um, this one's about my fandom, making sure I'm still going to be a Lions fan due to my current situation. Yes, I will still root for the Lions. No worries about that. What's the next one? You skipped it. You just no, we didn't. checked it. I just checked you just, it. You Wait. checked. Grant, how's the first week of work been? Everything oh, yeah. you've ever imagined. I'm looking at the last one. Oh, how has the first week of work been? Pretty good. A little overwhelming. Not in terms of like responsibilities I have to do, but like when when you have to get signed into all the company accounts and all the different platforms that people use, it's a little overwhelming to like save all the logins. Big learn, IT day. Learn different. Yeah. Getting like your stuff from IT, like set this all up. Meanwhile, you're like having to do other things. So that's what you use the weekend for sometimes to go back to work life balance. Just get yourself set up. So you're like, all right, I'm good to go. So it's been good. Um, do Grant and Alex miss each other yet? Is separation anxiety real? Do I no, miss I, Alex? It's, it's been a week. I don't really miss Grant. I don't think that's the right way to say it. I miss yeah. sports debates outside yeah, but- of the podcast. Those get pretty heated. Secretly, though, I've enjoyed it because, like, we used to ruin a lot of our podcast takes, and now I'm like True. excited to hop on here and be like, "What is Alex thinking about this topic?" And it was always like Actually that. Actually, learning I want to know what Evans has to say in the moment, not yeah. just Evans. So that should provide the listeners with better content. The only thing I would say is I've felt like almost surreal. Like I'll wake up some days and drive to work and be like, "I live in Minnesota right now. Like this is <laughs> this is crazy. This is this is banana lands." And then I think about how long, like a whole year, is. I'm like, damn. Like, this is kind of crazy. So, I don't know about missing because it's still so fresh, but more of like, whoa, I live in a different state. Um, For alone. Alex, alone. That's why I finished Succession in one weekend. For Alex, who is the better roommate, Grant or Drew? Uh, I live with Drew in college. Just live with Grant. Both, uh, both are the same. Both have their perks and both have their uh, negatives. Just like any roommate. Very politically correct answer down the middle. Yep. There's just no, no way to answer that. <laughs> Any um, Evan, you answered this one first. This because one's from Luke. Guarantee it. Oh, it has to be, right? <laughs> How it is TJ Watt? I, I'm so mad I actually did research on this. How is TJ Watt a 96 in Madden 23? <laughs> While Miles... Luke. Well, Miles Garrett is a 99. Um, I'm not going to read the whole second sentence. I'm just going to say use your platform to discuss I can just how, imagine how he how, said that too. How yeah, unfair EA Sports is with this ranking. Evan, what's what's your explanation for this phenomenon? Uh, that the Madden rankings are once again um, nerds, nerdier than us, that don't watch the NFL, actual NFL football and just like they don't look know at ball. somebody. They don't know They ball. watch highlight packages. Yes. And they look at like they're just typing a YouTube Miles Garrett highlight video, and it's like him working out, him doing something stupid, him bashing somebody's head in with a helmet. Um, they actually don't like actually watch football and like the impact they have. Um, TJ Watt is all around better, and TJ Watt should be ninety nine overall because he has an impact. He's a reigning defensive MVP. Should have won it two years in a row. Um, there should be two ninety nine overall defensive players, and it's Aaron Donald and TJ Watt. 
No argument. Hey, Miles on that. Garrett is good though. Let's not take away from him. But I really don't think he's be the ninety nine. I think he he's is not a ninety nine. Vastly overhyped. He's not a ninety nine, but he's not, not a below a ninety five. Based on these ratings. Yeah, and another topic about Madden ratings every year. I mean, I don't play Madden really ever. I just always I forget how more how big of a deal they become on Twitter. And I know like the community that plays and is loyal, like Luke, like it's a big deal. But sometimes like I don't really care how fast Jameson Williams is on Madden and like these rankings. But if we are going to go change him and make him ninety nine, you can do that. <laughs> custom rosters, great point. What I will say is I did just briefly want to look up to like, is there any defense for this? Even if you look at the raw numbers. Um, I'm going by QB pressures, which is, in my opinion, that is Grant Nowhere of Ball's favorite stat for a pass rusher because it adds hurries, knockdowns, and all sack plays. So every time you basically get to the quarterback and disrupt him, TJ Watt had 52 uh, this past year, I believe. And Miles Garrett also had 52. So there is really no way to distinguish between the two. And then if you want to go deeper to sacks, TJ Watt had like 22 and a half, which is absolutely crazy to even say out loud. And Miles Garrett had like 16. So I don't know how, based on its raw numbers, you even Miles put Garrett's one. Miles Garrett's still good, though. Miles Garrett's good. But if you go by just raw numbers, TJ Watt's yeah, been TJ better. Yeah, TJ Watt should be a 99. Yeah. Agreed. Next so it's question. Crazy. That is crazy. Um, this one was about basketball. We kind of did cover it. Um, but just so people reiterate, is Jane Ivy him? No. Yeah. Kate is. Well, <laughs> You don't dude, there's only one him, dude. You can only okay. have one him on the team. Okay, it's Kate. Are we? Sh- we can Kate's only have one him. him. You can only have one him. There's no. That's why it's him. It's not hims. God, that's a good. That's a good philosophical debate. Can you only have one him on a team? Yeah, there's one him, and it's Kate Cunningham. Unless you guys are willing to take Jaden Ivy, I think Evan would lean there. What about yeah. football? Football, can you have offense and defensive hymns? Yes, you can have you can have three hymns. You can have special teams hymn as well. Okay, LA like Rams. Justin Tucker oh. is him. LA Rams offense him. Matthew Stafford. Stafford, yeah. Cooper Cooper Cup. Oh, it is Cup. I agree. Cup is nothing about Stafford. I don't know. LA Rams defense. It's Aaron Donald. Yeah. Okay, Jalen Ramsey. I didn't know if anyone would get crazy. So, okay. Who's the Lions? Him. If you're a him, don't have one. If you uh, offense, (laughs) offense, I would say Monra. Yeah, it's him. Well, it's Frank Question now. (laughs) So (laughs) so boring. So, um, is there a difference between a him and has that dog in him? Those are not even remotely the same. What do you mean? A lot of dudes have that dog in them. So I would say they could Frank still Rack, suck. Patrick Beverly has that dog in him. No, he I stinks. think you have to be I think you have to be fundamentally good at your sport to have that dog in you. He is good at defense and he helps winning teams. He is a good player. Not getting into Patrick Beverly. No, they're different. So could we say Kate is him, but Jane Ivy has that dog in him? Yeah. Yeah. Kate okay. is him and Jane Ivy is the heir. Oh, yeah. Can we just do Batman and Robin? But Robin looks goofy. Where does Sadiq Bey fit in this? Sadiq Bey is going to be incredible. I don't know where he fits in. Sadiq Bey is Alfred. No, uh, stronger. (laughs) Sadiq Bey is the Joker. He actually loves the Joker. Mm. He can't be a villain on his own team. That's Isaiah Stewart. Oh, you make... uh, Isaiah Stewart's the penguin. (laughs) 
Ooh, <laughs> TV Bane. Stew. Bane. Bane cries, dude. They Sounds all cry. Like we could, yeah. Bane cries like a real big girl. Christian Bale had the one of the worst acting scenes of all time in cinematic <laughs> history. What was it? We got stabbed in the night. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I would. <laughs> I would have to go watch that again because I can't. I only think about the college humor. College video. humor. Yeah, it's yeah. the same. Uh, I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go rewatch that after this and just like make sure it's not as bad as I remember. Oh god, that's funny. All right, so I guess Jane Ivy is not is not he's him. not him. He's uh, what's it called? Apprentice. He's an apprentice. The air. Um, H-E-I-R. What is the max number of points you could score if you played 25 minutes in a summer league game? Six. Two corner threes, no one guarding me. I probably shoot like eight times. I make two. I, I don't like this 25 minutes. I've got to do some quick math. You said six? You make two threes? I think two threes is my... I'm not. I'm never getting inside. Jalen Duren's man-child body would just destroy me down there. Uh, I would go... I'm assuming they're like trying hard. As well. I'll go 14 points. F- 15 points. Yeah, but have you five, watched them the summer league? It is horrendous. To five, watch. five, they're five, still threes. 20,000 times better than us. Not, they're not 20,000 times better than us. Dip, Devin. These are like high level college basketball players. Did you see the picture I posted of the Bayheim guy? No. He, I don't know. I, I'm sure, obviously, he's more athletic than us and can shoot a basketball he better. But like Syracuse. You just look at it. And you see it, and you're like, I don't know if we are that different of a human being. It's Jimmy Beheim, not Buddy. I say eight points is the max I could score. You think you can score 15 in 25 minutes in a summer league game? Yeah, I, I think there's a little Max stunning. Christie scored six in his first game and played 33 minutes. Well, what, what do we know about Max Christie? He's better than you at basketball by a lot. Beautiful, beautiful jump shot <laughs> doesn't go in. Yeah, he's still way better than you. Your jump shot stinks compared to his. Grant, Grant, Grant has jump doll. shot. <laughs> <laughs> Facts, Max Christie. So <laughs> slow, dude. The possession's going to be over by the time he gets down the court, <laughs> dude. I would just imagine Grant can't like, get I'm down a, there in twenty four seconds with I'm the just shot clock. That I'm, I'm like on the Sacramento Kings playing the Trailblazers at eleven p.m. Eastern time, and some some NBA obsessed guy turns it on and they just see me catch an open pass and do like a floater three and they're like what the hell is this <laughs> yeah i think it's more likely if we all this is just a one-off game we all played one game for 25 minutes it's more likely that we combine for like four points than it is anybody scoring double digits couldn't disagree more evan how many points did you score in? i said eight he said eight how are you getting those eight how are you getting a two-pointer you're gonna have to get fouled yeah Multiple two pointers, man. Close out too hard because they're undisciplined. Dude, they can close out and swat you off the backboard, no problem. No, I'm not driving all the way to the hoop, Alex. I'm hitting a 15 foot jump shot. Jump shot over anybody, Evan. Alex, they just flew by me because I'm a lethal three point shooter. So you still have to make it, and then you still have to make your threes. Like, yeah, I said I would shoot like ten of them. You're not just going to pump fake and get to the same spot every single time. Down the I'm going to be different spots on the court, They're going to figure man. it out. The court's all the same. I know where the elbow is. Call me Kobe. I know where the elbow is. I just got to yeah, get to that spot. Turn and shoot. I think, I think you guys are overconfident in this. I said eight points, Alex. Come on. 
I'll yeah, humble just myself. how you were scoring. I'll humble myself a, a little bit. Typical jump shot from Four the elbow. Free throws. Yeah, if you get it open. I won't dribble. No, because I got a, the quickest first step. Second quickest behind Jaden Ivey. Dogging him. Uh, Someone I will should not. clip that. I haven't just said he has, <laughs> he has the second fastest step in summer league. Um, you couldn't guard Matt McClung. Mac McClung would blow by you and no, blow by me and blow, blow by, by Grant and He'd dunk and put his sure. junk in he's, my mouth. He's my height. He would not blow he's by He's still faster and can jump he's a freak higher. Girl. It'd be like if Christian McCaffrey was decided to play recruit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so recruit stars matter now. Well, what? How many stars would you have, Evan? Negative, negative. six, and I'd have negative, negative ten, and Grant have negative twenty because he didn't even play. He didn't even get them the star rating. Well, if they watch my Harry Ball tape, oh yes, if we put it on eight foot rims, I like our chances better. <laughs> I'd be like that European prospect where they're like, we don't have film on this guy. He didn't play conventional basketball, but he looks good on this blacktop that's go- going downhill with double rims, eight foot. <laughs> Those rims are yes. No give. Um, who is a better rapper, Miles Bridges or Damian Lillard? Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard. Think Miles Bridges deserves any praise at this moment. Though. No, he For, just um, he's actually getting criminally charged. It's a confirmed six minutes ago. Really? For reasons <laughs> just dropped. Yeah. Has been formally For, charged with felony domestic violence and oh, child, yeah, abuse, child abuse. For reasons outside <laughs> of rapping, um, Damian Lillard. I've never listened to either rap, so I couldn't really tell I you. I haven't either. Oh, they're um, filed, Evan. They haven't been. Go support Aline McNeil. I guess he's a rapper. Weird. Is it? Miles Bridges has been formally charged, but then it says felony domestic charges filed. Mm. Well, charged with, not convicted of? Not convicted. Charged. So char- is charged and filed the same? Okay, I this guess is not a law be, podcast. They must be the same. We need Luke. Oh. <laughs> um, who is the queen of the rap game? Nikki. None of them. They well, all stink. Evan. You haven't listened to, to that course. crap. You're going to get us canceled. Good. <laughs> you don't listen to that crap. Nikki, which to, is. No, I do not listen to that garbage. Is this Ryan Cadmus talking? Is this just like you don't listen to female rapper garbage or rap in general garbage? I've heard you listen to rap and I've heard you enjoy it. You, lo- you like the song WAP? <laughs> That's not good music. Well, there's different I've definitions. Heard you, I've heard you definitely sing some female rap songs, like a hundred percent. I don't know who I don't listen to it. Cardi B probably. Yeah. Know her. The Queen is Nicki Minaj. Yeah. Very so adamant about that. Next question. I don't know. Evan, I'll give you a, I'll give you some homework. I need you to go listen to this Nicki Minaj song <laughs> at some time this week. You won't do it. Bear with me. It's a really good rap song. She actually disses a bunch of people. I'll play it at uh, Faster Horses. It is called Barbie Dreams. You wouldn't think it's good, but yeah, it's really good. Um, This is a great question. Am I supposed to relate to this song? No. Evan, do you relate to every song you listen to? Oh, just about, yes. I mean, look at this cover of this. Yeah, it's queen of the rap game. Queen nice. queen shit. If you had to drop your fandom of each Detroit team, which team would you guys root for in each league? We've already done this exercise, so this isn't very hard. 
Really? Uh, when I was younger, I liked the Rays for baseball. Ew. Um, for baseball, for NFL, uh, the Chiefs picked them right before their big, uh, big run uh, during the Matt Patricia days. Um, NBA, I kind of just go with Chris Paul usually, but uh, he's almost out of the league. Such a so then I just go with de facto Michigan State players. So at the moment, it'd be the Grizzlies. They have two. Simple and man. hockey, hurricanes. Don't don't have an explanation. Just thought they were cool when I was younger. They this, were never that great. This is hard how I'm thinking about it. Like, would I do currently, or am I trying to think of organizations throughout my life that I'm like, oh, that's a, that's a cool colors. Those are cool teams. I'm gonna go like currently. I'd root for the Bengals if I could start over my fandom in the NFL. That core is just very exciting to watch. Um. Oh my god. Someone has some crazy base above me. Anyways, uh baseball, I would probably go the Baltimore go big market. The Orioles, because I love their colors. Mm-hmm. I love you them going on. me for the Rays and you pick the Orioles. Yeah, that uh, so I'm doing a mixed bag. I'm not doing based on how good they are right now. I would just I would to come see high school, I just love the Orioles colors. I, I loved Oklahoma After State. They beat us in the postseason and ended the last time we were decent at baseball. Yeah, I was really jealous. I was like, damn, that's so cool. I like that. Uh, NBA. Ew. Is not really a team I would go for. Ew. These the are player all, driven league, not a team driven league. All so gross. Be a I, Kings fan. They really need the fandom. I kind of want to just pass on this. Pick a player. It's much better. Is this all the teams in the NBA? There's not very many cool teams outside of us. That's for real. Uh, the Warriors is pretty boring. I kind of like the Hawks. Ugh. <laughs> Dude. I kind of like the Hawks. All I think of is Josh Smith, Al Horford, and Jeff Teague. Well, the most I like boring one seat of all time. No, like their jerseys are cooler now. Um, sorry, I'm holding. The- oh, and stink. then Red Wings fans will be mad at me, but I think I would root for the Maple Leafs if I had to start over. Well, you will be ashamed because you'll never win a Stanley Cup. Dad, Correct. you like losing in the postseason every <laughs> single time. This is solely because, um. During COVID, I was really into the NHL game day fits. And I was like, these okay, guys yeah, that was cool. have some good fits. Like their suits. They were, and, they were drippy oh, no, off it was the ca- bus. It was casual. They actually loosened the dress code. And what they wore, I was like, that's pretty sweet. Evan, I'm curious to see what All you right. have. Major League Baseball, I would pick the Cubs. Nice. Oh, boring. Nice Wrigley Field and Wrigleyville. Phenomenal time. And you can swing by um, Ryan Field, too, in Evanston when you go there. Um, fantastic environment down there. Everyone's so happy right before game day. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, hockey, I would pick the Vegas Golden Knights. Their sweaters are pretty nice. I like the gold domes. Sweaters, um, I love that. Gold domes aren't a cool. Dumpster and fire they're, organization, they're, though. And Falling they're apart new, at the moment. And they're new. They got... 
Cassidy to be their head coach from Boston. Basketball, I think I would go with Memphis as well with Alex. I'm not picking Golden State. That's too bandwagon-ish. Um, is Ja him? Ja is him. Ja could be him. No, basketball, I'm going Milwaukee. Because of Giannis. I was going to say, I was going to predict that you picked the box. Because of Giannis. Giannis um, him. Drew Holiday has that dog. It's a player-driven game. league. Yep. And <laughs> was my last one. Oh, NFL, I'm picking the Titans. Titans. God, you could not have picked a more boring NFL team, Evan. I'm sorry. It's not my fault they got Ryan Tannehill. And like was there, and then they running the ball eight thousand times in like thirteen <laughs> seven. We were there for we. I mean, we were in the stadium for a game, but like that stadium kind of looked like a dump. Like it didn't. It looked blow, awful. It didn't blow me away. You see how bad it is. You see how bad it's actually gotten in Tennessee. It looked no. bad. The stadium is falling apart. Looked bad when I and saw. And they're like, "Oh, we're gonna renovate it," but they're like, "Oh, the renovations are gonna cost like seven hundred fifty million dollars." Now we want to build a stadium like every other NFL state team does. They want to build it outside of city. Hmm. The Predators have a really nice arena, though. We're downtown. The Predators are moving out from that arena. Why? They want to. They're putting a basketball team in there. Memphis is moving to Nashville. No, they just want a new. Everyone wants a new That'd arena. That'd be cool. Memphis should because they share their gym with the Memphis Tigers, which I don't Memphis think any other is a NBA scary team does. Place. Very crowded. Good, great place. barbecue though. Never had it. That me neither. Just heard. <laughs> <laughs> what, um, what college teams did you guys pick? It's the last uh, question of the day. The. College either team. Oklahoma State it Cowboys. Has to be your, it has to work for football and basketball. Either Oklahoma State Cowboys or Texas Longhorns. Yeah. Wow. I had thought it was one pick, of mine as well. Probably would take the colors. I'll take USC. Yeah. I was but a huge Colt McCoy fan. I was a huge Colt McCoy fan. I had the Bush Bush something freak. deep down in me that was like, Texas needs to be good. I had the coolest... <laughs> I was doing kind of Texas to be good. I had the coolest new era 5950 flat brim, like snapback in high school that was like black uh, top and then burnt orange bill and burnt orange horns logo. Oh my God. I've worn it. That was a hat and a half. And that's all I think about. Like, I want cool merch. Oh, LSU. Oof, LSU would be cool, but the basketball is kind of scummy. Yeah. I mean, as scummy as it gets. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that would work. Probably. It, uh, this Eastern. is just like what team would you pick in your like my player? I think North Carolina could be cool. Uh, dirty confession: If you listen to Lasso and then you listen to this this far in this show, you're like Grant. You're a walking hypocrite. Oh no, I mentioned it a couple shows before about CJ Carr. Boy, am I obsessed with Notre Dame when I was a kid. Like Road to Glory, I was always say, going to Notre, Notre Dame. Dame guy. Notre Dame went Missouri. to a baseball camp there. This is kind of gross. The four teams that I routinely did because. Again, hypocrite. I used to like the way that Ryan Field looked like on NCAA 14. <laughs> so you I would, would pick Northwestern. A wide receiver for Northwestern. Basically like Adam Thielen for the Wildcats would try to make us be good. I would do Notre Dame, Northwestern, Missouri, and Purdue. So gross. Like Purdue's uniforms. I love their stadium as well. It's just tiny and like a little bowl. Same with Missouri. Who is your... Uh- Road to Glory team, Evan. Well, I played over COVID, and I was uh, UCLA DTR. Baby. Yes, U- UCLA is who you were. 
Who was Wyatt? Buckeyes. Wyatt was uh, head coach for a different like every team year. every single year. Yes. <laughs> and then he create we like each like created a player. Uh, I didn't create one, but Wyatt created a player. Um, made him ninety nine overall. Was just way too good. Happy Gilmore. <laughs> Forrest Gump. <laughs> My dynasty, I started at Missouri and then I took over Texas and we won two national championships back to back. Did you do Ohio awesome. State in between there? I was the OC at Ohio State at my first job and then I was head coach Missouri, head coach Texas. Might have to run that champion. back this summer. Might have to run back pretty soon. When a new one comes out. No one's coming out for 2023. Year. Yeah, I'm holding off still. That's then. not that long, Evan. We can wait it out. But just, I'm play gonna it play. Right, just play it again in August. Just I like basically fixed right before season starts. I basically got fired by Washington State. <laughs> oh yeah, you were terrible. I went like six and five. You oh, also ran the worst offensive all time at Iowa. And then I went to Iowa and won the Orange Bowl. I just pounded the rock and won fourteen to thirteen every game. I say football fourteen. You can't just skip a year. If you're like the coaching carousel and you're under you're under contract and you just decline every single one, whatever the last one is, the last offer, the worst offer. You have to accept that. Yeah, well, I've never skipped. You. you can't skip years. It makes you play. Yeah, so you have Unless to pick the worst offer. You, you have to start. It was forced from time. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> OC is the best. Now we've gotten way off topic, but yeah, that's um, it. So only thing was someone mentioned, I want to acknowledge them, we should do a breakfast food draft sometime. I think we can work that mm. in before football season really starts at some point. We can we can probably sneak in one or two more snake drafts before things get crazy. Um, and the last thing, is just all we can say on the show, but it's time for us to start thinking about our hype videos for Michigan, Michigan State. It's still kind of early. Might give us a lot of anxiety. But like, just start building our libraries of videos, maybe a song, but it's going to be here before we know it. It's like, wow. And we know our fans love that. Those are our biggest posts of pretty much the entire year. Except for Steve Eiserman looking at a Stanley Cup via Evan. (laughs) Shout out those people. That was up there. That was insane. How many people like... No caption either. I was like, this is a funny photo, and people loved it. August 6th, I'll dive dive into the hype video. All right. You have his word. Um, That's the show. At Shot of MS everywhere. How to listen, Apple Pods, Spotify, YouTube. Rate and review on all platforms. Keep submitting questions. If we get a lot in one week, we'll, we'll answer them all. But if not, we'll batch them up like we did and then run through them. So with all that being said, cheers to episode 80. Cheers. CFS or horses, come find us and say hi. To be a friend and be a good human being. Summer. Stay yeah. safe out there, but be nice. Be nice. <laughs>